for you. Nice to meet you yeah. again. Good to see you again. Yeah, you didn't understand the first time? <laughs> no, and I probably won't understand. Probably that's, won't understand the second time either. Exactly. That's the message. The message is you're not that that doesn't understand. No, I just don't know how my mind's going to get rid of the self, you know? Well, it doesn't. Yeah. You don't get rid of it. You see, it, it's not you. Getting rid of something that doesn't exist would give it a sense of existence, yes? <laughs> this is the little, little dilemma we fall into. We're trying to get rid of something that's not there. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, no wonder I can't do so basically, it. Basically, that which is there, trying to get rid of what's not there, is not you. You see? That's the little trick. That's the little understanding trick. Because there could be a disclaimer at the bottom of the screen when all this shit's going on, but it's obscured. Something covered it up. So we're just peeling it away. And then you're not that which is trying to get rid of self. What will happen? You'll lose interest in getting rid of, getting rid of self and you'll feel oh, <laughs> there's less self to get rid of. Yeah. So you it finally comes around to your sort of the participating agent of all the activity. Yeah. Without knowing it, with, there's a splitting of what's going on into what it's going on to, and then something that talks about why it's going on to that, or why it shouldn't or should go on to someone else, and all like this. Yes. So it, present, it presents a dualistic subject object thing. So there's an event, it triggers something. Part of that something is seen as an object, and it's thought about as an object. But the, the, the thinking of the object is also the identification as self. So the thinker and what's thought about. If you try to get rid of one and you don't see the other, it's not going to produce what you thought it was going to produce. You're not going to be traveling lighter. You may act or try to keep affirming you're traveling lighter, but you're not traveling lighter. Because this isn't about getting rid of one. It's seeing you're not two. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. You see what you see that you're not two. What does that mean? The thing that's being observed as what's getting in trouble and not feeling well. And then the this thing that says it's the, the observer. Both of those go. Yeah. The observed you and the observing you are not you. That's the beauty. If you get rid of, you can't get rid of the observed you because there it is, yeah? It's being observed no matter what. You'd love to get rid of, of the narration or the, the observer, but basically you see, you see yourself as the observer. Someone else is coming. Well, let's just erase that. That's all. That's all it is. This is a movement of negation. So you're never gonna get rid of self, hallelujah. Yeah, you're that's sort of like you're never going to get out of an imaginary place. Hallelujah. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? Now, if it was a place you wanted to get out of, that doesn't sound like good news. You're never going to get out of that terrible place. But the message is you're never going to get out of a place that you're not in. Yeah, so 
the same statement just with a little twist is like a hallelujah it's not like a fucking armageddon news yes so that which wants to get out of self is an aspect of selfing yes yes this is non-duality it's not we got to kill the imaginary one we have to see the activity of two yeah the idea of hunting for the imaginary one you're the other aspect of it the other that's hunting it yeah so the there's the hunter and the huntee and they're the both both are the are the same activity if you see one it doesn't work yeah it's not non-unity it's non-duality it's not it's not not it's not non-one it's not two it's just beautiful yeah so how can this be a two well because you believe this is a long lasting independent thing but you've got a subjective activity going on that in its eyes doesn't see itself as this it feels like it's captured by this and it sometimes can actually hate the body yeah because of its its limitation to its little master plan yeah so it has a story I know the body's going to end, but I'm going to go to another body and a bet, whatever. I'm never ending, but it is ending because it never really began. Yeah. It's an appearance and it can only appear when certain conditions are in place. It can keep appearing with most conditions, but there's one condition when you see it's not you, it will appear, but won't be appearing as you. Yes, you'll see, you'll still see the appearance that's representing this idea, but that appearance will not appear as you. That's the news. That's the good news. Yeah, this isn't about, it's sort of like a mirage. You know, there's that oasis and then you, you see it and then you go there and there's no oasis. Yeah. So it's very clear. You went to where the mirage was. The oasis wasn't there, but when you walk away, you still see the mirage. Yeah. But now you're not going to go back expecting that there to be an oasis. Yeah. So now you have an understanding that yes, something is appearing, but it's not as appearing as what I think it is. Yes. There is no oasis there. How do I know I went there? but I'm still seeing it. It doesn't matter. I went there and I saw with my own eyes, it, there's no fucking oasis. Now it keeps appearing as a mirage that there's an oasis, but now you have a clearer understanding. Yeah. And so this is what's gonna probably happen. You're gonna try to warn other people there's no oasis, but they're probably gonna have to learn the hard way because that's how we learn here. I don't fucking believe you. I'm going, there's an oasis, okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. Something's blocking me from seeing the oasis. No, it's a mirage. All right, I'm gonna practice and get clear vision and I'm gonna go and see that oasis. It's not there, but I can see it from here. No, you don't see it from here. You see a mirage. No, that's an oasis. No, it's a mirage. It's appearing. And you're taking it to be something. It's just like the old story of the snake and the rope. Yeah. The person mistook this long piece of rope as a snake, scared the hell out of it. It wrecked its sword in this room. So it closes the door in that room. It's got this huge house, but he never goes in that room again because there's a nasty big snake in there. Yeah. 
And so he's living around that snake and not even if, hey, I left something really important. I'm not going in there. Just going to fucking have to do with it. Yeah. And then some person comes in and says, hey, can I see? Can I look in the room? He said, no, do not open that door. And the guy opens the door. And what does he see? A room. So the guy is hiding the owner and he comes on and he's because he thought he would have been sucked in by this monstrous python and killed. He comes over to the guy and the guy, he goes, where's the snake? And the guy goes, hey, it's a rope. And then as soon as he sees it with the suggestion it's a rope, he sees it as a rope, which negates all the seeing or all the mental thinking about it as a snake. It negates it in one fell swoop. Bamo. He saw it's a rope. Yeah. Now he's probably never going to fall for it again. Even though the rope's there, it's not going to appear to him as a snake because there's been a convincing. It's a rope. Yeah. Same thing happened with me when I was younger, 12 years old around, you know, uh, you're trying to try to look cool and stuff. So I had these pants and these shirt I liked. I had these red corduroys with a gray long sleeve t-shirt and I would take a bus and go to this one of the malls in Long Island, probably one of the first malls in the world at, in like some, I think, I don't know what town, but I take a bus there and walk around and look at myself in a lot of the store windows and shit. And I was catching a lot of buzz, so to speak. I'm thinking this works. So every other week I wear the same outfit pretty much, red pants, gray long sleeve shirts working getting a lot of attention then one of my friends had some mercy on me and said you know paul you know that outfit you got that you wear all the time you go to the mall i go yeah he says you know those pants are magenta and those that gray shirt is pink it's yeah as soon as he told me my gray shirt was pink and my red pants were magenta i saw them as magenta and pink never to see them ever again as red and gray. Once there was a correction, the mistake was null and voided. I didn't go into my closet every few weeks and thinking that they had morphed back into fucking gray and red. No, it was a very wacko, bammo, I didn't wear those outfit again. <laughs> it explained why everyone was looking at me. I looked a little weird for a 12 year old. So, so basically the message was set, you know, given to me, Hey, that shirt's pink really. And then those pants are magenta. Bam. cleared it up like that. It didn't, I didn't have to go to classes. I didn't, I didn't, it took a, it was like a nanosecond. All I needed was the right explanation, which was the truth. And then the falsehood fell, just fell apart, never to be rebuilt again. Same, same with the mirage. This is what flips people out when they hear this world is only appearances. They're thinking they're going to see things as, Why a, don't it fucking... as a thing would think an appearance looks like, which would be something you could see through, you know, it would be vague and everything. No, this is an appearance. Yeah, but it has width. It's not two-dimensional. It's width. It's got three dimensions. It's a thing. No, it's an appearance. No, it's a thing. No, it's an appearance. What's it appearing as a thing? All right. Then you realize, forget about talking to that, which believes it's a thing. There's something there 
that has the ability to not believe it's a thing. The thing has a very limited possibility of not believing it's a thing. Very limited. It doesn't really last long. Yeah. It gets overridden quickly. A thing is a thing is a thing. So, but there's something in us. Let's not name it because then you'll try to thingify it. Yeah. That can see what we're saying here. Yeah. And it can see something appears as a thing, but it is appearance. I thought the thing had to appear like an appearance to be an appearance. No, the thing appears like a thing, three-dimensional, yet it is an appearance. Wow. Yeah. So the mirage is a mirage, but there's no oasis. But is there a mirage of an oasis? Yes. But is there an oasis? No. But is there a mirage of an oasis? Yes. Yeah. So what are we seeing? We're seeing the mirage of the oasis. You don't believe me? Go find it. Yeah. So you, people go in and they want to find self. They've assumed it's this. Yeah. But if you've been ever witness to someone you know as a dead body, you didn't know him as a dead body. You, you come to know him as a dead body. And then you may have gotten a hit that, well, that was an Uncle Fred. That's a dead body. I mean, Uncle Fred mustn't, must have been something other than the body because I'm seeing the body that represents Uncle Fred and it sure doesn't feel like Uncle Fred. Uncle Fred seems completely absent of the body that I used to call Uncle Fred. That's like a mirage, yes? I'm still seeing the mirage, Uncle Fred, but Uncle Fred's left the, the house, so to speak, yes? This is clarity. This is what happens. This is what non-duality does. It, it changes the way our logic works. It doesn't change it. It gets through in the cracks. So something's going to hear about that which that can't really hear. Yeah, because it already thinks it knows what it's going to hear. Yeah, the mental logic has a lot, a lot, a lot of flaws, F-L-A-W-S. First of all, it doesn't roll well because it's right angled, yeah? It just, it's just, it doesn't, it's not flexible on its feet. It's relying on false knowledge most of the time, yes? And so the logic is also rooted in what they say in The Course of Miracles, page 469 or 468. The brain interprets to the body of which it is a part. So, What's giving to meaning, the meaning to things is seemingly thing, yeah? So the thing gives meaning to everything as things, obviously. It's interpreting everything as it pertains to a body. So you amigo, me amigo, you know, body, bueno, yeah? This is the point. So we're trying to use... Uh, an already fixed lens, expecting to see differently through it. Yeah, it's already disturbed, distorting vision. Yeah, and now you wanna get uh, uh, undistorted. It's, it's, its definition as this glass is to distort. How is it not going to? So you're not gonna get it. Great, yeah. If you believe you can have it, you're going to live with a belief you can lose it. There's no peace there. Yeah. 
What you'd have one day may be lost the next. So how can you really rest in peace if peace is being agitated by time? How? How can you find? Are you going to buy, instead of going on a two-week retreat, you're going to build a 52-week retreat. You're going to have everything managed, controlled, so you can have this sense of, of okayness. Yeah? But shit's going to leak in, like always. Look at what happened to the guy Howard Hughes. He had the wherewithal to fucking, you know, get size 10 Kleenex boxes for his feet. To a fucking totally, you had a fucking compressed area where no fucking germ other than the ones he knew could enter. And I mean, he took it far because he had the wherewithal. And what happened? The guy was bonkers <laughs> because he's still there. <laughs> if you get rid of every other every other agitating quality, you see the real agitating quality. It's not the outside; it's you. You're stirring up. The outside would probably chill out a lot more without you being the ladle in it. You putting getting into the soup, fucking causes chaos. Yes, you know the beef goes against the pasta. It goes crazy. Yeah. And we're trying to figure out how can we have it one way and still be there? You can't, yeah? It's not about getting rid of an appearance. You don't need to, it's an appearance. Losing interest in the appearance is the key. And they found you cannot lose interest in the appearance as the appearance. So self as an appearance, thinking it's a subtle thing or real is gonna try to lose the the uh, interest in the appearance of self. It doesn't work, yeah? It's just getting the same interest of, in the back door, yeah? So the thing is, is there's a losing interest in both aspects of self, not by it not trying to get out of itself, but by seeing it trying to get out of itself, yeah? You see self, the only thing it's left with is something is unbearable, I want, I'm obviously not it, so I want to get out of it. It refuses to admit that it may be the source of the unbearability. That's why it's always blaming others and everything else constantly, yes? That's what happens. So here, you finally realize you're not that. That which you're not isn't doesn't need to get it. It's not going to get it. And it's actually great news it's not going to get it. Yeah? because it will run out. If you keep, if you do not keep feeding it in interest and attention, it's, it doesn't have a fuel, that's its fuel, you know? It loses momentum and it'll, it'll never tell you, but a lot of, of its tributaries will dry up, yeah? One of them, you can see some big ones like that whole belief that you're out of the moment or could be out of the moment and you gotta find some methodology to get in the moment with really no expectation of really staying there, you have to maintain it and do a lot of fucking whatever it is to keep staying in the moment, yeah? That's a pretty big fundamental expression of a, of a, a constantly repeating mistake, yeah? We believe something that isn't true, and that is we believe we can be out of the moment by just thinking. We believe thinking can be out of the moment. The thinking can, yes? The thinking can say there's uh, next week and last week, but you never leave. Yeah, you never leave. 
the thinking about next week is never next week. It's always now. The thinking about four years ago is always now. There's a certain factual, undeniable, little stubborn hiccup to it, which is, yeah, I'm thinking all the time about yesterday and tomorrow, but it's actually happening now. Yeah. So this idea that you can be out of the moment gets... Uh, disregarded, basically. So then you see the absurdity of trying to get into what you're not out of, which is the moment, yeah? And then, then that lends itself to see the absurdity of trying to get out of what you're not in. Yeah. So you're trying to get out of what you're not in and you're trying, you're not. This is the head. The head's trying to get out of what it's not in and trying to get into what's, what it's not out of. Yeah. Now, some of the, the, the meager, more mundane things, you may not notice it, but you can see them in huge things like the idea of, don't you think the idea that a belief that you can be out of a moment and you can't, don't you think that would be a major influence in your life as time went by? that you had a belief that, oh, I most of my life I spent out of the moment. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if you believe that shit, like it's buying a bridge, you know, the Brooklyn Bridge, if you believe that shit, your head's gonna tell you, you really blew it at the last second and you go out on a bad note. You know what I mean? Can you imagine laying there, just trying to you know, vibrate with the universal peace and suddenly then you hear this little fucking noise, you really blew it. <laughs> You've had faith in it. It finally gives you the last hammer and then you pass away. I think you're going to have a long stay in the bardo. As they say, you're going to be lost in the bardo <laughs> where you thought the bus stop was. It ain't there anymore. <laughs> so if now you start losing interest in it and the belief in it, it's going to come, even if it's, it's a nice future insurance policy. Yeah. So when something has a deep belief in that thing saying you're fluid, you may not believe you're that something. So it doesn't matter how strong it's appearing to that which you're not, if you're not that. It's only has only it has power when it's appearing to what you're not and you're taking yourself as that. Yeah. But you can actually see in a super Mike Tyson knockout punch land and not be affected whatsoever. The thing, the what you're not fears the most, you can see it actually happen in this imaginary boxing match and not be affected by it, yeah? Now, if you're a believer in time, you better get at it. Start seeing what you're not. Every time the head presents you, just maybe have a little, uh, a, a denying of it, an underneath little statement, hey, this could be hazardous to your health or whatever. Tell you me. Know, boxes on, little warnings on cigarettes, you know, just to have this underlying little tick, ticker thing going, I'm not that, you know. It's not what's said. It's the idea that it's you, that it's being said about or you saying it. That's all. The appearance, yes. The mirage, 
All the activities don't matter, truly. The activity matters when you take yourself to be the mirage. Yeah. Yeah. Then, at, in that condition, false evidence is appearing real most of the time. In that, yes, because now whatever sense of presence you had has been swapped by a mental uh, ideation, or so to speak. Yeah. So when your hand is fully in the glove, yeah, it's nice to have it a little out. At least remember times when it's been out. So when you're in, you realize you're not in. Yes. But when if you believe you're in, then you're trying to get out. Yeah, that's yeah. So satsang is beautiful because it keeps repeating, I'm not that. Yeah. So we describe it. I heard a thing. I was listening on the radio. It's KPFA, the public radio station we have here, a great radio station. They don't get uh endorsed by corporations, so they have to have these uh you know, ask for money. And every every time I turn on that channel, they're asking for money. Yeah, so they're um, asking for money again. <laughs> and they had this guy who studied super studied body. And he's describing like uh, what it means when you're up at part of your face smiles and this and goes on. And I said, what about just throw in the disclaimer? You're not that. So gather all the knowledge about this as much as you fucking want. Yeah. All the knowledge, but as when you're proclaiming the knowledge, just slip in the little disclaimer. And it's all about what you're not. What? Yeah. What you're not does this, what you're not does that, what you're not programmed to do this. Instead of you're programmed to do this, you're gonna yes, because we're so out to lunch. We take ourselves to be the activity, but we don't have any much information about the activity. And then they gather a lot of information about the activity, but there's never the disclaimer, you're not the activity. It's always, okay, go forth, my son. Yeah. So I'm sitting there listening, not that. <laughs> you know, I turned it off really. Because I see humbly, uh, when it's presented that way, it's like how we talk about knowledge and recovery. We have a statement, self-knowledge avails us nothing, which is a powerful statement. So most people believe knowledge is uh, very, very important, obviously. But self-knowledge avails us nothing. So what does that mean? It means knowledge played by self, yeah? So the idea of you as a long-lasting independent separate entity as this historical action figure taking in the knowledge is going to be the brain is going to interpret the knowledge to the body so the the brain's going to interpret all this knowledge to self so self now gets knowledgeable about self it's like the professor of holes but he keeps falling into holes what's the fucking point so this is knowledge of self not self-knowledge so here's all this knowledge of the apparatus great through or throw in a disclaimer and you know by the way you're not that so when you start telling the truth about this just have that one added disclaimer because now oh, i know myself so very well you yes you know what you're not very well but when you know what you're not as you very well, that knowledge doesn't go anywhere. There's something that's 
that has me turning off the radio. I don't want to listen another half hour because I've seen it all. Everyone hoped for a huge shift when it was all neuro shift. The brain, we know, and everyone, but there was, it's just like when they people do a Enneagram retreat and, and from the old Sufism where they had ways of breaking down every human being's shared characteristics. So basically there's only nine major uh, divisions of humans and each, each of these nine have two sides. So there's 27 different, basically different possibilities. It's like Ireland where they, after they made six faces, they broke the mold. So everyone looks the same. <laughs> so here they have this information. So you're at a retreat about the Enneagram and you're a number four or a number six. And at break, everyone has something else to identify with. I'm a four, I'm a six. Hey, we could get together because your sexual seven goes with the, no, the knowledge is, and I'm not that. That's the point. The cherry on the cake is, I'm not that. But you could see it. Gulping the knowledge. Oh, I'm a, I'm a four. Whatever. Explains so much. But it's not explaining the important shit, which is you're not that. What's the point? See, this is the thing. If you gather enough knowledge and that that's untouched, that fucking idea that it's you that's getting the knowledge about you, you lose interest in knowledge because you see the claiming of it and what your hope was enough knowledge would amass to a critical condition and something would happen. It doesn't work. Because even though you may have a peak moment, if there's more moments following it, the program's going to kick in and it's going to claim to be the one who had the peak moment. And if you haven't seen it before the peak moment, you're not going to see it after the peak moment. You're not. I practiced a lot of shit. This idea never came into the head, ever. It was always subtly me doing shit to get to be a better me, a bigger me, with the hopes of finally leaving me as me. It was when it was like a rat-like experience when I saw these long hallways were fucking, they were mirages. It was dead end. Everything was a dead end. When I looked, I saw it as a long hallway leading to salvation, but there were dead ends. It was like a mirror effect. I was just not going anywhere. <laughs> and that seemed unbearable. Now I'm not going anywhere and it's fucking great. <laughs> what changed? <laughs> I'm not that that finds not going where unbearable. It does. It's agitated. It can't stand peace. It can. Peace drives it crazy. Yeah. But what you are, I don't believe it can. What you are can hold agitation, but it's not agitation. It. It's like this sky, it allows anything to appear in it, but at the end of the day, nothing's left on the sky from the appearances, yeah? So if that was the case, do you would, would you think that the sky itself would have to have a border, would have to have stopping things before they entered, after it, if it had a realization of its own nature, which is nothing's going to ever leave a fucking mark? If the sky saw it was something else, like an acre, and someone could take some of that acre 
of ground. Yeah, then there would be fucking armaments, maybe gates. But this is the gateless gate, the open secret. Yeah. We're like this. Everything arises, can do its little thing. We get attracted to it, it dissipates. But what's there? Every movie, what's what's there at the end, the screen? Every movie. When you walk in, what, what do you meet first in the movie theater? The screen. Yeah. What are you left with when you leave? The movie? No, the screen. Yeah. What was there during the movie? The screen. What was the greatest investment of the movie house? Getting Ben-Hur or getting a screen? The, sh the show Ben-Hur. Yeah. It doesn't show Ben-Hur every week, does it? No, changes. They'd like you to do that. They'd like to have Die Hard 12 a fucking Marvel Spider-Man 30, but basically they got to throw some new shit in occasionally. Yeah, But there's the screen. Allowing it to occur, does it affect the screen? I don't think so. I think that probably the last, I would think that they'd have to change the chairs in the movie theaters before the screen. All the running on movies on the screen, I do not believe affects the screen one bit. I do not believe it. Now, people throw shit at the screen. That that which is thrown at the screen may hurt it, but the fucking appearance on the screen does it. Ah, uh, the screen's really tired, it's drooping. You know what I mean? We had that three hour heavy movie, it really dropped. No, no, it doesn't seem to have any effect. Oh, it's a three day, three stooges marathon. No, nothing fucking seems to have same shape, has nothing's occurred. I don't see, I don't see Curly in there after the movie's over. I don't, I don't see any other characters lingering after the movie's finished on the screen. Never. I don't see, oh, that's uh, Harrison Ford's uh, fucking profile. No. Yeah. They fill the screen until they don't. Fill the screen until they don't. But what's the true nature? Emptiness of screen. Yeah. Don't you have that? Raman always used it. These people use this to sort of imply in a very crude way the nature of big M mind, yes? That it's, it can, anything can occur in it, yet does not leave a mark on it, yes? Wouldn't you like to have a little of that while you're traveling here? Yeah? So what, do you need to be 100% into that fucking movie? No, you could have a clarity of about 51%, you're the screen and enjoy the fucking movie. And then when it ended, it wouldn't be bumming you out completely. Oh, I wanted it to go. No, you're more interested in that which is always there, the screen, yeah? So the coming and the going and the ending wouldn't have much of an effect because you're not coming and going and ending, yeah? It's all interest and attention. Where is it resting? And it's valuable when it's completely up the screens, the movie's ass, it's great because it tells you something, yeah? It tells you you're not that. So everything has freaking value, yeah? When you, all these, getting all this information and trying to figure out how to translate the upper smile and the lower smile, the lower smile means like wanting to eat you. The upper smile is they're feeling safe and secure. Fucking great. It's not going to lead anywhere. Yeah. It'll lead to a very small 
like incremental little budges and that the in, in that's that face isn't that elastic it'll take a little and then it snaps right back to the same fucking thing but if you're not that get all the knowledge you want learn about what you're not fucking learn about it yeah yeah that's why everyone knows you're irish because there's only been six faces of irish people made they broke the fucking mold and there you go yeah oh it's not you that's the beauty of it this is the weird thing here for some reason we need to arrive at where we are by seeing what we're not because we seem to have been gone you can't just keep talking about you're the absolute incredible spacious brilliant light it doesn't work I've heard it. People have done it for years. What's happened? You, you come out. The only thing you can do with that invitation is conceptualize it. Because you sure believe you're something already and it doesn't seem like radiant light. Yeah? Or brilliant open space. It seems like a fucking rabid, all-consuming rat-like thing going on up there. Yeah, it doesn't work, does it? The affirmation way doesn't work negation okay you got so much information about what you're not you don't have to read another fucking book there's so much information in here you're like the living fucking you're the living expose of what you're not you are it's it's waiting to be released to you the expose is paul is not paul <laughs> yes the paul that wants to get out of paul is not paul and the paul that Paul that wants to get out of Paul is in is not you. Fucking far out. Non-duality. Not to. Yeah. Now maybe you'll be at peace with this cognitive dissonance, with this, you know, my belief was when I got there and saw there was no oasis, I would not be fooled by the mirage. Yeah. The mirage would stop, but it doesn't. The mirage keeps appearing. Yeah. So what you need to see is you can see what's appearing yeah, by realizing you're not looking from what's appearing. As the great Zen master said, whatever can be perceived or whatever can appear cannot be that which is perceiving. Yes? So the appearance isn't a thing. Yet it is, it is an appearance of a thing. It's not a denial of that. It's just the, you are not the appearance of a thing. There you go. Good news. Yeah, especially for the thing. It's like the thing with the movie, the moon, when the, the clone, I love this movie for what it represents, where the guy, he's on, you know, they. I know if you probably heard this tons of times, but when I find a better tool, I'll use it. But that to me is beautiful because it's got a lot of subtlety to it. Because people would believe if they were a clone and they heard the news, they would get it, yeah? But see, what's gonna get the news that you're a clone is the human programming. So what's going to react first in time is not the clone, it's the human programming. And the human programming is gonna have a vastly different opinion about being a clone than the clone will. <laughs> For to the clone, it may be great, fucking oh. So I'm not the center of the universe. No, I'm not all there is that and yet I'm not much. It's all great. Yeah. So the guy, they just found a way. They found some camp in the movie. They found some mineral that runs the technology on earth in a moon. 
And so now they're harvesting the moon and they've got it wired where they have a clone who's believing it's a person because it will work better. Yeah, it'll have more purpose and it's going to be working there. And as the human, it thinks he's at the last five days of a five-year contract and he has his little booth and he's a Red Sox fan and he has a wife and a child, but he can never seem to talk to them on earth and the whole thing. And he's wearing the Red Sox hat and he's got a whole persona and it's, he's really stoked he's leaving in five days, but he's been really stoked he's leaving in five days for the last probably 30 years. But yeah, it never comes, to, it never culminates to leaving. It's just clone. So then what happens is the biggest problem occurs. Uh, two clones get run into each other at the same time. Yeah, there's an event where the clone that looks like him uh, is broken down at one of these little harvesting centers. He drives out there and he saves the person and he gets back to the main place and the person looks just like him. And the person's a little wiser than him and says, listen, you know, <laughs> you know, there's no Boston Red Sox. You're not a fan. You don't have a mother. I mean, a wife or kid. You're not getting off in five days. You would think, but he won't believe it. He's fucking no matter. He looks just like the guy. The guy's telling him he's not getting it. So the guy goes, listen, come on. He shuts up, walks down below and goes down underneath and there's 2,000 tubes of the same clone look like the same. Sam Rockwell, 2,000 of them, says, do you get it? He's not getting it because what's getting is trying to get it is the human program. Yeah. This is why non-duality is here. This is not spirit to spirit, clone to clone. It's clone to human programming running the, the clone. Yes? It's spirit trying to get to a form of matter to the spirit yes what if it's spirit and there's something that's there that the human program does, thinks it's it it doesn't see itself as the block to it so here's the spiritual message trying to get to the spirit and looking at the thing that's taking it to be paul or something it's seen as from the spirit as an obstacle it's not what's it's going to sit down and talk for hours trying to convince it or give it methodology to get to some place. It's trying to negate it, not to its face, but to its true face, the original face of no face. Yeah. So the spirit is speaking to the spirit about the human programming. It's not speaking to the human programming about spirit. You see, beautiful, super clear. In the movie, super clear here. Yeah. That's why the message is thrown over our heads. That's why a part of recognizing something is working is when you're super confused and you're fucking frustrated because you're getting to this point and you don't want to get there that you're never going to get it. So, yes. So, the human programming, which is finite, masking or rating or masking over the infinite, it's going to wear out. And the message gets through to the infinite, and the message isn't about the infinite, it's about the five. Looks like, in terms of the four feet single ones, uh, looks like we're out of those. Okay.
Have we been muted this whole time? You were unmuted. I think Amelia's phone popped on for a second and it muted you, but that was just a second ago. So, uh, you... all right. It doesn't matter. It's like talking in the wind anyway. What's before, before the talking is speaking to that which is before the talking. Yeah. But it, at least it'd be nice. I see this mute. I'm going, wait a minute. Well, I mean, that's why you should come live sometime. Fly to San Francisco, fucking invest a little of your time and space, get off of that couch, come to a live meeting, and get bitch slapped. Yeah. With the hopes that it will reverberate through that action figure to what you are. Because to the action figure, it's going to interpret the music of this not correctly. That which is the music of this fits right into the rhythm. Yeah. That aha that seemed to be only a moment is really the constant echo in there. Uh, you know, that feeling of getting it. Well, there's something that doesn't need to be gotten. It's always getting it. Yeah. And this thing stays alive. I heard this. This has been like an unspoken yes, which is not a yes. It's a reverberating yes since I heard this. Yeah. It's actually beating before the heart beats. Yes. Yeah. So the important message isn't about, hey, bro, you're a clone. It's about you're not the human program. That's all. Yeah. Don't you see the mistake? It's subtle, but it gets repeated a lot. People learn a lot about stuff and they keep trying to learn more about stuff, but they're in a certain uh, uh, unsuspected identification as that, that the stuff is being learned about. Yeah. Don't you see how that's going to hinder? Yeah. I mean, it's, if you could see it, you'll probably turn off the radio because you see it, there's no way out because you're not in. Yeah, so no matter how they describe, it doesn't work, at least for me anymore. I'm just like, wow, this is a half hour show. I listened to it for two minutes and that's it, yeah? I don't know, it's interesting. I like to know what my upper head's smiling means, and the lower thing is, I, yeah, it's interesting knowledge, but if I keep calling it me, it's just making the, you know, the carry-on bag heavier where you just want to drop that fucker off. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, anyone have a question in there? In the Zoom. Anybody want to raise their hand? It's a lovely day. Uh, Samir did. Eh? Samir. Hi, Samir. Amir. Uh, you're still muted. Hey. hey. You can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Paul. Thanks, man. You rock. Um, I, I'm I'm on the verge of being a first-time dad. My my wife is nine months pregnant, um, and so I find myself thinking quite a bit about uh, how we how we gain interest in self, I guess, or how, how, or 
if that's like a necessary condition of living in a way if our heads no, it's not no i just i feel like i'm not i haven't come across so many examples of people who haven't had to you know quest so to speak um but i see lots of animals who don't seem to have their head up self and i see babies before a certain age yeah um, so they have they're living without the assistance of a formalized identity yeah now when yeah. the formalized identity forms it says it's essential for you to exist you need a formalized identity that's just how it works yeah you're saying that that is how it works regardless no, no, of, how, of how, how i parent that's how the head sees it yes the head right. sees it. it's totally essential and it will keep repeating that yeah even yeah. though you have a history a couple of years when you were a kid it wasn't essential at all but now yes there was a guy who wrote a book and when he it was funny he was talking about evolution and he said you know if evolution had stopped at the jellyfish, the jellyfish would have said they were the crown of creation. Yeah. So everyone <laughs> thinks they're the fucking end all be all. <laughs> all right. How could I live without that which I can live without? We're not saying that. That thing is living because of us. We're not living because of it. It's an aspect of mine. Yeah. Maybe it's an organizing aspect or whatever. Who knows? But it is not essential. It loves to present itself as essential, but it's it's the existence. I am. That's the essential quality. Yeah. You, you know what? The, the hidden one second. Oh, sorry, though, sorry, yeah. It would seem that a life that doesn't emphasize I am at least a little bit would be a certain. There would be a certain. Uh, that's suspicious to me yeah if if the if the essentials are underemphasized completely and that what is presented as essential needs for that to be essential so for it to be essential what's essential has to not be seen yeah there's something off there i'm not into that <laughs> i'd rather find the essential and then maybe go through the rude awakenings of what I thought I was, I'm not, yeah? And these, how important and how relevant I am as not being that important or relevant. I mean, you have a huge like Tempur-Pedic mat you're gonna fall in, you know, it's not gonna be a hard crash, yeah? Yeah, so that's my feeling, but go ahead. I'm sorry I went off and just- uh, No, no. I I get, you, you know what the, I think in Hinduism they call Leela, which is like play. Yeah. It feels like that's like the Tempur-Pedic version of forgetting and remembering. And if, if I understood what you meant by a mattress, like, yes, yes. like it, it need not, you don't have to hit rock bottom, but there might be an element of forgetting perhaps. Or... Yeah. But see, even beautiful rock bottoms sometimes have the most important sure. yeah, uh, for sure. <laughs> uh, quality here. It's the only way something else could happen. So fucking bring it on. If I hadn't had a bottom seriously in recovery, I would have been living on a bottom, calling it my life. Yeah. But because yeah. something 
even though I was tolerating it, something said, that's the end of tolerating this shit and smacked me and got me sober. And so to me, the bottom, that was the bottom when I started moving away from it. But I had been living on and as a bottom for years and it looked like I was going to keep able, I, I was just very adaptable for more and more shit. Yeah. I just didn't see it, how it's going to end. Yeah. Something did and put an end to it. Thank God, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, of course, what's talking to us will subtly or repetitively keep implying how essential it is because it needs us to take it to be essential. It's not essential, but it needs us. We are the essential quality. Yeah. We are, that's, we're bringing everything, all these ideas into contact with life by, because we're the I am. Yeah. The I am self or I am Paul is not the I am. It's an add on, it's like a storyline. Yes. And it's, it's ability to withstand the infinite may last 80 years, 90 years now. Yeah, and even then, a lot of people are going senile early, so that the self is not holding, you know, <laughs> it's not at the helm of the boat anymore. It's just lingering around. Everyone else who's seemingly in self is worried about the self that's missing in the other person. The other person is probably happy most of the time. It's just playing Mahjong or something. It's when a self comes over, mom, mom. I don't remember. Oh. Yeah, Maybe I guess important to you. Well, yeah. I I guess my role as a dad is to just not believe I'm something I'm not, and then keep the thing alive. <laughs> I mean, it's well, it's yeah, quite practical. Just take it as it comes. I don't know. I haven't had yeah. a. I haven't been a father, but I'm sure. Uh, You've been fitted for a new suit. You're going to be wearing it soon, and you'll know from wearing it, right. yeah, what's going on. And some here, a lot of these people here are have been dads, and uh, they could always share with you on the chat or something. But I'm not. I've never been. You know, I haven't had a. Uh, I'm pretty sure I haven't had a child. <laughs> what's, what's the question about? I don't know. Oh, I don't know what it was anyway. It's sort of about the idea of self and is it essential for survival here to have this organizing principle so you're looking out for yourself so you don't starve to death and shit like that. It don't go away. Yeah, it doesn't go away. It's an activity. See, let's, but see, when an activity is the one that's doing all the other activities, it's got to be a look, looked at. <laughs> yeah. It's it's grown in it's grown uh, from a relative to an absolute condition. Yeah, yeah. So I feel I felt something was uh, producing a lot of disease in this event for me. It seemed to be mostly mentally derived, and uh, when I heard diagnoses of it. The one in recovery, which is they call it self, and then in in uh, 
in Course in Miracles, there's something else that the head is made to be you and all this stuff. Uh, that really, that really fit well. And it was, it was really helpful to finally look at whatever was doing what it was doing as foreign to me really worked because there was a loss of interest in it. And uh, what kills it is a loss of interest, really. Because yeah. again, if you're a light and there's a projection of something, if that light goes and goes somewhere else, the projection gets weaker, obviously. And it doesn't look as solid and you start seeing through that which you thought was opaque and real, yeah? It's all because of the lack of interest. You've lost interest in it. You as the dreaming have lost interest in that aspect of the dreaming, the idea of the dreamt. You've just lost interest in it. Maybe through grace, maybe heart, you know, well-earned, who cares? But something has tipped the scales where now you're traveling lighter and that appearance is still appearing. But it's not having the, the impact that it was being given by us through an ignorance, yeah? That ignorance now has been corrected. Yeah. Thoughts come, you're not the thinker. Feelings, you're not the feeler. Actions, you're not the actor. Think, uh, tasting, smelling, all these things go on. But this idea of a stagnant noun, that's this one solid thing in this whole world of verbing is fucking makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. So, and really, uh, I think your son or daughter are gonna, is going to be a great example of a thing not knowing it's a thing. It's great. Yeah. We had one here at this place, at this meeting. And this one time, this lady, beautiful lady came in and she was decked out and lots of heavy, beautiful, expensive clothing. And people noticed, and then someone brought a baby and everyone noticed the baby, <laughs> the baby because no one was home. And that's what's the most attracting thing is to see a non-person, <laughs> seriously. I get tired of seeing people, but when you meet a kid, a you know, it's a non-person, it's great. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna be, you're gonna, it's, it's gonna it's be, gonna, gonna, you don't have to teach it anything. It'll, it'll be teaching you tons of shit yeah yeah i have that sense thank you paul yeah you're welcome thanks yeah. it's not going there i move my arm <laughs> yeah. it's like one of those blow-up things they have at car dealership it's just the life the, the life entering a closet the i am oh wait a minute what What's this I'm wearing? Jesus Christ, I was traveling so much lighter. What? And who are these fuckers looking at me? <laughs> and I need that thing that's growing on that woman's chest. What? What's going on? <laughs> what was what was that? Shit? What? <laughs> I'm sure it takes so it needs a while. <laughs> you couldn't go immediately into thingness. I mean, you got to break in slowly, like 18 months. And then find what? I, me, my, what? Hey, give me that toy. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
Oh, it would be a rude awakening. Eh? Jesus Christ. Remember those, those movies they do, the horror movies, where an adult gets put into a, a young kid's body, or usually a young kid's body into an adult? <laughs> so they're like really fucking uncomfortable. What the fuck is going on here? Why are all these people looking at me like this? Yeah, so, yeah sorry. <laughs> the idea is just amazing. I yes, guess. That, that, that wasn't a horror movie. That was a comedy, big. Oh, well, I see everything as horror That's movies. Horror. <laughs> Every romantic comedy is horror. Horror, I say. <laughs> Documentaries, horror. <laughs> what is it? It's a comedy. Well, whatever. So, anyone else? I was wondering. Do you think that the jellyfish felt relief when they were no longer the crown of creation? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't thought <laughs> at jellyfish. I don't know how they would translate. I'm sure there's like 80 translating boxes. We got one. Unfortunately, self-centered. <laughs> and we're probably 360 degree of possibility, but now we're like in a fucking blind tunnel. Yes. And it's a self-centeredness because self-centeredness sees everything as how it pertains to it. So it has to shrink everything to target the one little long-lasting independent separate entity target so it's got to forget a whole lot just to get a few messages and yeah yeah that's why people you know when they have those things remember in the neuro when they had the neuroscience stuff and they'd have one person's left brain got injured and then it would be great just with the right hemisphere working they woke up whatever and stuff it's just all these it's like that feeling of spirit in that kid, you know. Oh, okay. So I believe, you know, sometimes I, I'm, let's say I'm driving and the head thinks of things, certain things in a very habitual way. So I sit and I'm going, hey, I'd just like to see other thinking, other ways of thinking. So there's a pause. I'm just sitting there. And it doesn't have many cards in the deck. <laughs> I'm sitting there. Can I play this out anyway? There's no nothing. No, it's like series. Is there nothing? No one's answering me. And I'm just sitting pause and I see the same old way. Yeah. Like a rut almost. It's the only way you can uh, greet this idea is with these like heavy handed fucking thumbless fingers. The thoughts. It's a, such a limited. There's so much more ability to know before thoughts than through thoughts. Yeah. Thoughts will tell you that they're limited, obviously. And the system and the claiming of the system is really the mental magic because you're listening all day to conceptual music, almost like AI music. It's not really been produced by the angels or anything. It's it's, it's made up, conceptual. So you have a, a thought and then conceptuality goes with it. And then there's a drive to know before you find out. 
maybe because of survival and shit. So you're trying to know or you believe you got to know before you find out. So basically, you're taking shelter in the thought system and it's unreliable. You can bitch all of what you want about it. You can try to change it. It's quite limited. It's uh, thoughts in and of themselves shrink the whole the whole event. Yes, yeah. So, especially and then when they're my thoughts, wow. Then they can have. Uh, that's why. You know, here there's the experience of separation, and in the in the mental like porno theater, there's uh, loneliness. Yeah, because a lot of people have there's a guest in the house talking to them all day about them and the house and everything, and they can't see it being different than how they're seeing it. You know, it's my thoughts. I'm thinking about me. Yeah. And I think a lot of people like my family, you know, they were two people in my family were led to suicide by outside circumstances, but by a lot of head working. Yeah. And to the point where it's established, you want to get out, but there's only one way, which means the whole thing shuts down. So I've got to die to get out. That's yeah i think what fortifies and can lead there is a system like the thought system yeah because it's limited it doesn't it's not like water it doesn't flow and find places to go it's pretty limited it has like maybe four fingers on the hand and just goes every topic is greeted with the same four fingers yeah so yeah sorry i'm just going off but i was sitting in the car in that space yeah and i was just watching and i said hey let's go another way or something you know so sat there and it just couldn't just try to get in the gear it just can only go front and back it doesn't have any it can't turn just it just couldn't go i said and i sat there for a while and I was just like, uh, all right, let's go. Uh, any any presentation? No, it's just, yeah. it could only go like, you know, yeah, so. But there's an infinite gap between us and that. It seems to be transversed super quickly when you think you're the essential non-thing. But in fact, it's, there's a gap that's big between what we are and then this activity. It's almost time and space is almost like when you're driving across the Golden Gate Bridge coming to Marin, you're on the San Francisco side, it's all fog, yeah? But if you're coming from Marin, you're in clarity and then you see the fog. So that's sort of like going into the thought system, yeah? You're in the mental Marin, the absolute. And then you see, and it's you're going this way and suddenly, and then it's like, where's the Marin? Where's the sun? A complete whole atmosphere takes over. 
Yeah. And then it's like, you can't see really clearly. You're starting to feel bleak, whatever. Where are we going anyway? <laughs> so, all right. Anyone there have a question? No other hands up. All right, then let's say goodbye today. Eh? You think we're going to go have, we have a lively group here. We're going to go have a coffee. And uh, yeah, it's a men's group today. So we're going to be talking about women probably. Yeah. And uh, let me see you guys. I'm going to start saying uh, hello, goodbye. Oh, yeah, this is pretty good. I can't see Mike. I see yeah. Jeff, Jeffrey. Nice to see you. I hope it was uh, more confusing today. That's good. I I'm trying to see everyone here. All right, we have Diana. Uh, is that Diana? Dana? Oh, Dana. Nice to see you, Dana. And now I can see. I got to go in the dark to see. There's Mike. Nice to see your backyard, Mike. How are you? David good. Bitterman. Nor Jeffrey Angel, nice name. Angelson. I know, I'm going to forget the S-O-N for a second. Jeffrey Angel, that's nice. We got Sama, nice to see you. I don't have a name for that. David Bitterman, always. Marty, Chris H, Steve, San Diego. Anu, nice to see you, Anu. <laughs> Lala, all's well, Lala, today? Yes? Oh, great. Happy to hear that. Sherry? Tariq? Safely entrenched in Dover, New Jersey. Esther? We got Mia? I don't know where Mia is. Imperial Beach. Where? Imperial, Imperial Beach. Beach, Jenny, look. Oh, Imperial Beach down near yeah. the border. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's great. Oh, yeah. Hello. <laughs> hey, hey. Oh, hey. Good to see you. I saw your phone number. My long lost son. You. This you. is my long lost son. He, found, he finally found me. Um, I think Shanti told him. <laughs> yeah, all right. It's okay. That's good nice. Mike. Get the good road. <laughs> Uh, Aaron and Tobias, nice to see you. Hey, Akila, I got a lovely letter from you. I'm gonna spend it. I'm gonna spend some of that cash unwisely. Yes, Dennis. Yeah. Uh, Elon. I hope I get the word right. Or Leon. Leon. Yeah. Good. Christine. Uh, Kalua. Kailula. Kailua. Shannon Corkery. Vlad in Portugal. Nice to see you, Vlad. Vlad. Always like seeing Vlad. Uh, we have Susan K. Going to go have a latte right now. Sally Underwood, fully participating. Rich here, rich now. Cassandra, Robert, Mike M. Johannes. Nice to see Johannes. J.A. Greg, Minneapolis, Miranda. Yes, Miranda. Congratulations, honey. Yeah. Just stay on that operating table. 
John K, as always. Lala, Sherry, iPhone, Mia. Hey, thank you. Thanks a lot for coming today. I hope it all worked out well. We had a nice group. And uh, I'll see you guys soon. We'll be, uh, what's happening? Oh, just on the website, event, all the Zooms are there. So see you guys soon, I hope. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.